Hi, and welcome to Season 2 of Big Sound Small Town, the podcast that spotlights the talented and diverse musicians in small towns and communities. This season, we're branching out to include the community of people who make it possible for musicians to be able to perform their music. The producers, the recording engineers, the venue owners, and many others. And as always, the small town musicians. Remember, small town doesn't mean small talent. Hear their stories. Today on Big Sound Small Town, my guest is one of the young guns. He's a guitarist, he's a singer, and he's a front man. His name is J.T. Fitch, and I'm sure I'm glad to meet him. Welcome to the show. Thank you, brother. I'm glad to be here. All right, let's start this thing out. Uh, Everyone who's listening already knows you're a fine guitar player. (laughs) So how did that start for you? Well, I started very young. I started out as a drummer, and I was about four years old and just beating around on the drums. And uh, I was a huge Elvis fan, so that was my first big influence as far as somebody already famous or whatever. Right. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't until I was about, I'd say about eight years old. I picked around on a guitar here and there, but I didn't really take it seriously until I was about eight years old when I saw my stepfather, Shan London, play guitar, and I said, that's what I want to do. Oh, yeah. So that's when I really started taking it seriously. I was about eight or nine years old. And what did you start doing? Did you get your chord book? or? No, I uh, honestly, it was before YouTube, right, yeah. all that stuff. It was about 2001, so, you know, I had to learn just like all the older guys, right. you know. I had to learn from the radio, uh, mm-hmm. records or CDs at the time, right. yep. and then DVD came out, and so I was able to pause, zoom in, yeah. <laughs> check out, you know, what cats like Jimmy Page and Clapton and guys like that were doing, and so uh, that's sort of how I started and uh, really tried to make it my own. Right. And uh, I took lessons. For a very short time was uh, Steve Edmondson. Yeah. Uh, when I was uh, real young, and then uh, I quit and I just did it all on my own, and so I'm pretty much self-taught. Oh yeah. Well, 
you know, there's a lot to be said for that because it does kind of help you develop your own style. It does, you know, um, it, it really does. I think it really helps uh, bring what you have to say to the table even more and make make it more unique. I'm, I'm taking you spent hours of time doing this, didn't you? I did. Yep. Yes, sir. I I <laughs> I played hours on end, brother. Uh, from you know when school let out. I was playing that guitar till time to go to bed. In the summertime, that's all I did was play guitar. That's what it takes. People don't see that part. Yeah. They see you stand on stage, mm -hmm. and they assume that it just happened. You don't learn it overnight. Yeah. You know, you really don't. And uh, I think anybody can learn to play an instrument, but I think that a lot of it comes from your inner being and sort of God-given in a way. Yeah, and, uh, I agree. And I, I, I really believe that. But... Uh, I don't consider myself a great guitar player. I just do what I do, and I do the best of my ability, you know. Right. And uh, always try to be myself. Now, now, when you started playing, what were you listening to? Has it always been metal, no, rock and roll? No. Uh, my mother and my my real father, Thomas Fitch, my my my, my biological father. Uh, were, they were huge Elvis fans, and so growing up, as Elvis Presley was the first big guy that I, I really took to listen to, and uh, his guitar player Scotty Moore, yeah, uh, really influenced me, yeah, and James Burton, James Burton, yeah, and uh, then uh, my dad introduced me to Chicago, Terry Cass, yeah, and then my stepfather Shannon London played, played a huge part in this. That's when uh, he introduced me to Judas Priest, oh, yeah. Van Halen, uh, you know, cats like that, man, you know, Jimi Hendrix. Uh, matter of fact, guy who introduced me to Jimi Hendrix was Phil Weathers. Oh, really? Yeah, Phil's a good buddy. I ain't seen him in a while, but I went to church with him, and uh, he, he bought me my very first Jimi Hendrix CD I ever had. That, Jimi Hendrix and, is a life changing. And he, yes, sir, he he changed it for me. But changed uh, it for me too. Then it was Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton was really my number one guy there for a long time. And uh, then of course Southern Rock, Skinner, right. all that kind of stuff really was yeah, a big. Yeah, you live in the South. I mean, that's yeah, got to yeah, be. Yeah, I was uh, love Blackfoot. Yeah, Molly Hatch and stuff like that. So that was my early introduction to the instrument and right. blues. You know, Steve Ray Vaughan. Right, Steve Ray. Uh, that was my early stuff, and it wasn't until, like I said later, uh, when I wanted to challenge myself more and got more into cats like Randy Rhodes, right. uh, you know, people like that. Now, did you start to sing stuff with the Elvis? Or, or oh, has yeah. that always, I mean, that's always been a part of it, too. I right? started singing ever, ever since I can remember, I've been singing. Uh, whether it was good or not, <laughs> I don't know, but, uh, you know, I. Uh, Elvis was definitely uh, the first guy I channeled singing, and uh, then I just been singing ever since, you know, and uh, singing various different forms of music. And I was in the chorus uh, all through school, junior high and high school. I was in King's Review in high school, uh, show choir. Well, that helps a lot. It did, you and uh, I wasn't the best at reading music, and my teachers could see that that I, you know, I could do it. Uh, I, I learned to read a little bit, but I'm not very schooled in reading. Yeah. Comes from the heart, brother, you yeah, know. Yeah, I do understand that totally. <laughs> well, you know, there's plenty of people that can read every note on the page 
Oh, just yeah. like a book and, and oh, yeah. take it away and they can't play a note. Well, I, I, I tell people I play like a blues player in a sense that everything I play comes from the heart. Yeah, that's a good thing. And, uh, whether I'm playing metal or country or whatever. And then now, how did, how did you, you were playing all this stuff, then how did you get yourself to a band? Well, uh, I, was, I was messing around, I was in uh, junior high school, and uh, there's a guy named David Green. He was a custodian at the, at the junior high school. And he had long hair and he's just cool you looking. And I said, this guy just looks cool. And uh, he was good friends with some neighbors of ours. And uh, we, they had a New Year's party. And uh, he was uh, picking an acoustic guitar and it's blues, you know. And I just, I was like, man, this guy's just cool. You know, I, I want to play with this guy. So I kept hounding him every day after school, you know, he'd be uh, doing custodian work, you know, and I keep, come on, man, jam with me, brother, jam. And one day he called me up and said, all right, I'm coming over to your house, we're going to jam. And so then that's when Southern Breeze happened, uh, just a little garage band, uh, me, David Green, and Sonny Jackson on drums, and uh, no bass player. And uh, so- Yeah, those guys were overrated. Yes, they are. <laughs> LOL. Since I'm one of them, yeah. And I really wanted a bass player. <coughs> but it, um, it's really hard to find a, a really good bass player, especially back then. Because I, I didn't know a whole lot of musicians, you right. know. And yeah. Being not, young and playing Yeah, with you know, I, it was very hard to... It takes a while. Yeah, so then um, after that, uh, Scott Sanders, uh, a guy I went to high school with, and... He kept hounding me wanting to jam, and uh, I went over and jammed with him, and then the next thing I know, he's in Southern Breeze, and uh, so it was me, David Scott, and uh, we had various different drummers, and you know, in and out kind yeah, exactly of deal. a lot of pieces, yeah. Then, uh, so then it started to form, and uh, what later became Southern Experience, what were you playing? What kind of music at, at that time were you playing? When y'all Mostly started? southern rock. Okay. Uh, we were heavily on southern rock and blues and uh, stuff like that. And uh, then, you know, David left, and so it was just me and Scott. So then uh, Ronnie Humphreys came into the fold, mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, his his boy John Humphreys was on drums, and then uh, we. Were, that's when it became Southern Experience, and then uh, John left the band and joined the military, and then uh, Nikao Wallace came into the fold. Yeah, and Nikao. So uh, we really had a tight thing going, and we played for a very long time, and I'd say, you know, we played about almost 10 years together, I'd say, uh, if I had to guess. But we, we played a long time and played a lot of places, been around different states, and had a lot of original material and was had, that still was that still southern rock for the most part it started that way um and we of course we played covers and stuff you right, know yeah, but yeah. uh we we uh i think we were mostly southern rock based but uh we had a lot of four-part harmony oh, every great. one of us sang and so like we were the southern rock journey if you will <laughs> uh, and then it sort of became more in, uh, in the new country flair um but we had, we just had our own thing man and uh you know and then you know the typical story is 
kind of fizzled out. Differences, yeah. you know, and everybody had that. differences, and it's just like a man. like a bad marriage. But I still love those guys, right. and um, I, I wish them nothing but the best. And uh, I, but I do miss uh, playing with them from time to time. Right. I do. You know, we had some good times together. So, so when that goes, what happens? After that, man, I, I just I was kind of lost. I didn't know really what to do, how to, you know, where to go, and I never stopped playing, you know, but right. uh, it, it wasn't until um, uh, Michael Tracy called me up and uh, asked if I'd do some fill-in gigs, and you know, his lead guitar player at the time was having some issues or something, and uh, uh, so I filled in for him, and I knew Michael previously. I we done some work with him, uh, Southern Experience did, so I already knew Michael. Right. So he knew my playing and everything, and uh, so I helped him out, next thing I know, uh, he enters a contest to open up for Bon Jovi. Well, we win, so we're opening up for Bon Jovi uh, as a Michael Tracy group. Right. So that was a cool, cool I'm experience. Sure and the next thing I know, we're opening up for, for Poison and Jackal, two right. nights. Uh, one in Raleigh and uh, one in uh, Charlotte, the PNC Pavilion, and uh, we just, you know, and I, I play with Michael here and there, but uh, that was it. And then uh, after that, uh, I uh, I played with Rick Delosier, yeah. a good buddy of mine. He called me up and said, "Hey, dude, you know, you want to play guitar and sing?" And I mean, you go back and forth on lead and stuff. And so I entered the Delosier band. And uh, with uh, James Matheny on drums and uh, uh, Boo Knipe on uh, mm -hmm. on bass, and uh, and I enjoyed that a lot, man. It was first time I ever got to play with a uh, another fellow lead player yeah. and swap back and forth. And right. me and Rick just had a chemistry. And then after that, that that group disbanded, and me and uh, James Matheny didn't want to quit playing, so we created the band we have today, which is uh, Dangerous Ways. Yeah. Just a trio with uh, me on guitar and vocal, and uh, James Matheny on drums, and Art Mooney on bass. So, the future's looking pretty bright. I heard you guys, and yeah. it sounded really good. I appreciate it. We uh, we still trying to, you know, uh, build it right one piece at a time, and. I'm really wanting to get some original material out, material out soon, and right. you know that's a process. And this so. is a rocking outfit here. I, uh, oh yeah, it's uh, past Southern rock. Yes, sir. It is. Uh, we play a variety of stuff. You know, anything from Hall and Oates to Quiet Right. But we are a very uh, versatile band. But I, I'd say at our core, we are a, a hard rock band. Yeah, uh, metal band and. Um, and that's something I always wanted to do is because I'm a rock and roller by heart and it's so hard around this county uh, especially about five years ago to have a rock band True. Uh, and now it seems like you know people really loving it because it's something different mm -hmm. you know and uh, it is making a comeback it really is I think so I really do and uh, places that I never thought would uh let us play hard rock metal or whatever or or her loving it that's, uh, that's great I mean, so how old are you now i'm 27 27 yes yeah sir. future looks bright uh future looks real bright <laughs> all right for 
for the musicians and guitar and nerds. I saw a ton of guitars on stage. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, you got a go-to that you like? Yes, sir. Uh, for years, I have been a Les Paul guy, uh, but uh, that, that'd be my first choice. And I saw uh, it running through a Marshall. <laughs> I'm a big Marshall guy, uh, Black Star. Uh, those are the two amps I really dig. Right. But uh, all through Southern Experience, I played Marshalls, and uh, I have a number one Les Paul that I play. Uh, I've played various other guitars, but that's always that's been my go-to. And uh, uh, here recently, I've been playing Marshall and Black Stars, and uh, playing that my number one Les Paul. I got a ES355 hollow body I've been playing. Oh, that's a nice looking guitar. Yeah, and a, a Hamer uh, Daytona is basically a Strat. Yeah. That's basically my my deal with uh, a couple pedals and yeah. nothing too fancy. Just uh, turn it to 10 and go, you know. <laughs> yeah, and, and actually, uh, it's one of the cool things about being able to play it now. You can go out with a combo amp and stuff. Can, yeah. And have the yeah. big heads and all. Now, now, back when I was in Southern Experience yeah. in uh, Delosier, uh, out there for a while, especially in uh, Southern Experience, uh, I had a, uh, I was playing a half stack uh, yeah. Marshall. Yeah. Uh, but, um, and then with Delosier, I was playing pretty much a half stack. But with this outfit, you know, uh, a lot of times I, I just take in two combos, yeah. man, and they they work out great, still get a big tone. And I'm all about a big, fat tone, man. That's, well, that's being what I a, like. Being a, the one guitarist. Uh, you got to have a fat sound. You do have to have a fat sound. you got to sound like uh, two guitar players up there. True. Uh, kind of the Van Halen approach to right. it. And, uh you know, so it's a um, small band, big sound, you know. Yeah, well, it is on the ZZ Top. I mean, there you go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's um, you gotta have that fat tone. You do. I never was a twangy player, right? Uh, I, I, I love those guys, I, I love chicken picking, hybrid right. picking, and Telecaster just never felt great. I've only played maybe a couple that I really like, but I always go back to. That Les Paul, man, yeah, that's well, my that's my deal, you know. You know, you can't go wrong with the Les Paul. I can't, I can't get away from it. You is know? this is this a uh, one with the chambered bodies or is this solid? It's solid, brother. Yeah, it's yeah. solid as a rock. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a big load to carry. It's not too bad. That's good. Uh, but uh, you know, that that's my sound, man. Well, so what's the future holding for you? Right now, man, I'm, I'm just really wanting to get us uh, really booked solid, and uh, that's always a constant, you know, and I'm really wanting to, to get serious on some original material and put out, you know, originals, and, uh, you know, that's that's kind of my number one thing right now, and staying busy, man, just trying to, you to get us to where we're playing all the time, you know. So that's, that's your number, dangerous ways is your focus right now right? yes sir. I mean, you're not playing any on the side with... i'm doing my acoustic shows by myself okay. here and there and uh, whenever michael tracy needs me to right. play guitar for him I, I'll, I'll go out so you're him. staying busy i am i'm trying to stay as busy as i can I'd like to be busier but right. you know how I it do. is yes i do you know but uh i've always uh, had a gig so I, I know I will till I die. <laughs> and I take it this is this is what you're going to do for your life. Oh yes, sir. I don't care if I'm 
you know, uh, yeah, you wind up my seventy age. years old, and <laughs> you know, I mean, that's I, I'm one of those guys. I play till till the end, you yeah, know. And, I uh, do. Uh, I'd love to get out uh, to Nashville and and uh, get on that scene, but until then, I'm hitting it heavy with what I got. And, well, you know, uh, it's um, keeping my feet in the water, so to speak. You seem you seem to be in a pretty good place for a young guy. You got, you know. You got a lot of talent. You got a lot of room. Well, I appreciate a lot of that. Place to go with it, you know. I appreciate it. I, I've always just tried to be as versatile as I can, and that's something that uh, my parents always instilled in me: is the more versatile you are, the more work you'll have. And uh, they were right about that. Uh, I, I try to add a lot of technique to my playing that uh, that shows that, uh, you know. So, well. I do appreciate you coming on here and doing this. Well, this has I, been. I appreciate you having me. You brother. know, I, it's uh, we don't have a lot of young working musicians in <laughs> Cleveland County these days, well, and uh, it's 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 good to see that the talent continues on. Well, I appreciate that, and uh, I have to really thank my parents for that. Well, you know, um, parents, parental support is everything absolutely, to a musician. Absolutely. Uh, I mean. I've been blessed to, to have some very supporting are. parents. And, yes, you are. And colleagues, you know, uh, older fellas that's been doing this a long time. That's and been that is good pushing. that you will work with older people. Yeah, I mean, uh, like Rick DeLozier yeah. and uh, my drummer, uh, James Matheny right. and Art Mooney. Yeah. Johnny McKinney, I want to shout out to Johnny McKinney. And he's uh, been a great mentor to me. And uh, I've looked up to him as a player. And he really inspired me, too. Uh, Alan Biggerstaff. Oh yeah, Alan Biggerstaff. I was the last. I was very fortunate. I was the last guy to jam with Alan before yeah. he passed. And, yeah, uh, that was very a very fortunate. big, big feat for me. Yeah, it so, is. Uh, but, yeah. yeah, man, I'm just keep on trucking on, man. That's all I can do. Well, <laughs> I look forward to seeing what the future holds for you. And again, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it, brother. All right, thank you. Thank you.